Hello and welcome to Casting Nats Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Pastor Will Harley. I'm here with Pastor Dave Rudot, and we are doing a pre-show recording today. Normally we would be live on Thursday, but um, we have some things that are going on. There is a, a pastor's get-together. Oh, that was last on. week. This week last is week. Yeah, this week I'm sending my kids off to college. Two kids, one college, there it is. one minivan there it is. filled with a bunch of stuff. And we are driving out to so New Ulm and, and uh, dropping them yeah, off. Yeah, there you go. So we can't get everything done all in, in the days that we normally do, but we're going to pre-record and then we'll release it hopefully on uh, or close to our normal Thursday. Um, we just got done with Beyond the Sermon. So uh, just a little push for that. If you you know would like to, to tune in on Tuesdays to, for Beyond the Sermon, it's a good opportunity to ask questions about the sermon, more opportunities to ask questions about the sermon text and things. Why did we go in a certain direction that we did? Uh, so if you would like to join us on that, that would be great. But for today, uh, we continue our, our, I guess, kind of a recent direction, we have been forcing ourselves to do some reading, forcing ourselves to to maybe engage with some um, theological literature or literature in general. We started with uh, kind of a look at um, uh, some anthropology and, and taking a, a look at um, a low anthropology, which was a book by uh, David Zoll. And we moved our way into uh, last week's show, uh, which had to deal with narcotics um, and psychedelics. And psychedelics, sorry, not narcotics, psychedelics. Um, <clears throat> that was really good, um, kind of bringing it around, you know, what was the purpose and why are we doing this? To look, kind of follows that same idea. Um, so when we talked about, we, we were kind of saying, you know, their, their focus was almost like a worship. It was a sacramental use um, of those psychedelics. And they were kind of focusing their way towards that. So I thought, hey, what about a great book just came out um, from Michael Berg, who is is the um, head of the theology department down at WLC, which is in, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin Lutheran College. And uh, he is uh, uh, a very, I would say, uh, well-versed um, pastor, the good Dr. Reverend. And uh, he wrote a book called On Any Given Sunday, The Story of Christ in the Divine Service. So we kind of went, if we were going to follow our little line of thought, we went low anthropology, a need for, for, for something to come and work on us externally um, with David Zoll. We kind of went to the psychedelics where we're still in the pursuit of this divine um, and, and the idea of a sacrament and, and something coming and acting on us. And now we are, we've went to the divine service where we get to see uh, Christ act on us and, and Christ give his gifts. And so this is the book that we, I, I kind of chose Um I did a disservice to Dave by forcing him to read the book in less time than he originally thought he had. Um, and I didn't have enough up. time to come up with a good dad joke. I just had the one mm-hmm. where, what did the boy say to his fingers? I'm counting on you. That's actually a pretty good one. <laughs> well, but, the, but also, I of time that I gave him to read this book, um, he is, his, it's cloudy. On, on the book itself. And so I think um, there's there's some things there that we can talk about. Before we do that, why don't you give us our, our disclaimer and then we can we have an opportunity to go into the show. Sure, and you can answer the phone or not going to answer the phone. Yeah. The extended I warranty, 
will be out there, and uh, your church will not have that extended warranty. Uh, anyway, this is a, a show about two pastors having a conversation. You are uh, joining in on two pastors just talking about stuff. And so you're joining a conversation, and as we are two pastors talking about stuff, we're just talking about stuff. And so we may not necessarily um, uh, hold to what we say. We're just throwing stuff against the wall. We're just uh, talking about things, bringing up ideas. We're opening ourselves to actually having our mind changed as we talk to each other. Um, Perhaps that's why we're having a conversation so that we can learn from each other. So as we do, so if we say something that offends or sets you off or triggers you in some way, shape, or form, uh, please uh, reach out to us just and at castingnetspot at gmail.com. You can reach out to Will at St. John and Maribel or me at Emmanuel and Shirley. Uh, we are both there on Sunday mornings. You can talk to us then. You can talk to us during the week as well. If you like what we have to say in our conversations, you have our permission to share it and uh, like it. And we recognize that when you like it, that it's not that you need to like us, that we're, we're getting our uh, affirmations from that, but that we actually uh, recognize that you're trying to move this show along on the algorithms of YouTube and Facebook and whatnot so that other people can uh, hear more conversations. As we have this conversation, we are always lifting up the cross of Christ and holding ourselves to the Lutheran confessions and to, more importantly, to God's word. Well, God's word first, then the Lutheran confessions, which, ex- which explain and, um, and, and give us God's word in a, in a way that we can digest, inwardly digest as well. So, as I think, I've got the disclaimer out and the preclaimer, the proclaimer, and now let's go on to the show. So on any given Sunday, um, this is, uh, I, I felt it was a great book. I'm just going to throw that out there. And, and, um, and I'm going to say it was a great book, not because it gave me anything that I didn't know as a pastor dealing with the divine service. Um, what I liked about it is I was reading it. I was reading the book as one who, who maybe know. Like I'm in worship every day or I'm in, but I try to put myself into that realm of I, why do we do worship the way that we do worship? What's the point? Where did it come from? How does it, how does it interact with us? Um, what is with the, the, you know, why do we start things the way that we do? Why do we do, uh, you know, have an opening hymn? Is it just so that people can make it to church? You know, all of these different reasons and things of why we do what we do and and why we don't cut them from the service. Um, that's kind of how I read this book, um, which I think then flavored how I approached it and why I think it is a very good book. Um, if I was going to approach it as a pastor, I would definitely say it didn't give me anything new. It, it really didn't. Um, these are things that I knew already. Yeah. The book has a, a is two parts. The uh, first part of the book is you have a, a, a fictionalized story of two of, of a couple going to church, and so you, he does have a story. Of, this is a guy who is a Afghanistan veteran. He works at a prison, and he takes his wife, who works at a law firm, and and they're having some 
marital. She's a social worker. Yeah, social workers. Yeah, and they've got some marital issues and things aren't going the greatest. But now here they're coming to church on Thursday of the Ascension. And so he actually walks you through a worship service on Ascension Day, explains a little bit about the, the worship and then how what might an individual go through their mind as they're um, in worship. And so that's the first part. And then the second part is where he actually goes through the elements of, of the worship service itself and then explains why we do more that we do because in the the fictionalized part is is only one or two aspects of it but in, in the back of it he is explaining more of of why we do the things that we do and, and i will agree you know i i i when i read that first part i'm you know i i'm one of those people that when i read i try to read out loud so that um i it slows me down and i kind of process what i'm what i'm reading um i got wrapped up in the story i really did because this it's the kind of reaction that you would want any of your your members to be going through you know um just the thinking back to you know my interaction with pastor you know, the the wife in this scenario jenny she was um she had come from a an a non-denominational background she had come from a background where where they didn't do liturgy they didn't do um you know they didn't have the sacraments uh, at least anything close to what what has been given in the Lutheran Church, um, you know, the idea of baptism was always in question. Even though her, you know, in the story, um, her mother had, you know, I'm going to get my child baptized. I, I know it's not what uh, what their church believed, but she's, um, and and she comes into this marriage, and on, um, you know, this is their family is Lutheran, and so she becomes. They want to have this connection. And so she's walking through is of what did she learn, this connection with the pastor? Um, you know, what did they learn about about the sacraments? What did they learn about these gifts? What did they learn about what what Jesus is doing? And and how that kind of shadows, right, in many ways, um, her husband's thoughts as he's sitting in the service and he's not thinking necessarily the same things that she's thinking, you know, she's thinking along the lines of, um, especially in the very beginning, she's thinking along the lines of, I am united. I'm united with the, the, the greater church, um, that there's these elements that, that bring us together of the church worldwide. And that even though right here, right now in this place, my family can't, can't have fellowship with me because of the differences that, that we have. And we, and rightfully so, acknowledge those they are still believers right they under they know their lord and savior and and that that we will see them in the ultimate celebration at the end of the day and john's thinking i am a horrible guy <laughs> and i totally need this and i can't believe that the lord is is blessing me like he is um and and they and how they all come around right that was the part that i got caught up in in that beginning is throughout the service they both come I need this. this. This is for me. And this is my my strength and my forgiveness and my new life. Um, that well worth the read for any, any member because it, 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 of what am I listening to? What am I responding to? Why am I going through this? Um, I thought that was huge to me. That was, that was, I got wrapped up in that story. I'm like, I want to know how it ends. I, <laughs> And, and we can have a difference of opinion on that because I had a hard time with the 
in every story, there's a suspension of belief that this is actually a real story. But the the um, and but getting yourself into the story, I just had a difficult time with an Afghanistan veteran guy who works um, at, at a prison is someone who is that knowledgeable on the arts and of, of paintings and this and oh, I saw this and that reminded me of this painting that I saw somewhere else. To me, that was it was kind of a jumping the shark where I understand what he was trying to do was trying to, as you um, carefully explained of saying how in the worship service, there is more than meets the eye, that there is lots for us to consider and think about as we go through the worship service. It isn't just going through the motion, but uh, to give, yeah. uh, give people a way to, to go beyond what's being said and, and reflect on why it's being said. Why are we talking about this? Where do we see the life of Christ in the worship service? So those things I appreciated, but I just, just the manner in which you did it, I just, it really was hard for me to say, oh yeah, I, you're just throwing that in there because you like, you know, this is, this, this is true, but it doesn't fit the character that you've uh, given to us. And, and I understand what you're saying, but my, my, that my brother's a vet. Uh, my dad was a postman. And my brother's a mechanic and my brother talks about art when he was overseas. That's There's an exception to every rule. I, I understand that. I know. I, and I'm not saying and that dad, all Afghanistan veterans don't look at the art. It's just sure, for me as a, sure. as a, as a character, yeah. it, 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 it was hard for me to, to put myself into that. So, oh, and I, and I don't, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that for everybody, but coming from my family, my dad, you know, after, after the war, he went and toured Europe and he visited all the sites and he saw all the things and he referenced those when he was alive, you know, those were impactful things that he, he referenced and he made connections to my brother goes out and takes pictures of, of the tranquil, you know, and, and can talk about art, um, which is kind of interesting. He's, you know, six foot three, 330 pounds, and he's very much a mechanic and and very much a sailor in his speech. And then he can talk about those things. So uh, to me, that was less of a impediment. Uh, I think the impediment that, that I sort of had was the, the depth of theological knowledge. And and I'm going to admit that I think, you know, to these, these two on how much they remembered. (laughs) Yeah, I came to to like the biblical knowledge and theological knowledge, and I don't. Well, it's just I, you don't see that every day. I, I think you need more people who are into the arts. I think you see more people who might know worldly the things that may be bringing them peace. Um, but when you when you talk about the connections to the biblical things, um, I think sometimes there's a lot more disconnect. And I know it was to try to push the story on and it was trying to, to to wrap around these connections that are in the divine service with what's going on within the scriptures. Um, but in that regard, I would, I would agree with you maybe on a different, a different, um, different part of, of it. You're, you're more of the arts and as opposed to biblical, I would say I, it surprised me on the biblical aspect of that, but it, it, I still think it made a good story. Um, and I think it should happen, and hopefully our prayer, what can happen in the divine service. Yeah, th- that leads me to my the greatest uh, critique I have of it is that he's using the LCMS version of the, the hymnal and their liturgy. And so for our, our folks who are reading this, they'll be like, well, we don't have an intro it. 
or we don't have this. Well, what what is that? And and to be honest, I mean, we have a book called the ABCs of Worship that we we say, hey, here's a book on the worship and explains worship and, and on all that. But a lot of that is um, practices we don't have anymore, such as the Gessema Sundays uh, before Lent. So. For me to say, hey, read this book, this, this will explain the worship service for you. And they'll be like, I, what is this Gessima stuff? What is this Intuit stuff? Because we don't really do the Intuit even in our uh, new, the blue, the new Christian worship. So <clears throat> for that might be some confusion for our, for our members. But if you're looking at it in just uh, uh, another resource, an easy read, uh, and to, to look at the potential where people could go, when it comes to what they could think about, what their what could go through their minds and hearts as they're going in the worship service, it it, it could serve some value. I just I had just have difficulty saying here read this book on. I I, I don't have a good expo- a good book in replacement of that or read this instead. We've got plenty of Bible studies I've done on worship that essentially say the same thing, of of walking through the worship service. So that's that's my yeah. take, my opinion. No, I just want to take a quick look at it because when you buy the new when you buy the new hymnal for for the wells here, um, those parts are there, but they're not labeled as that way. When you have because I've been using the uh, the builder online builder, mm-hmm. and builder has all of those parts, and and has it so when you print it out, it has the heading of those parts, intro it. They have all of the, uh, you know, the the Kyrie um, Eleison, all of those, the Pax Domini, all of those are listed. And I actually have been going through and I have to, I have to remove them. So that, I don't think so the Intuit is listed though in the new blue hymnal. It is in the, it is in the uh, builder. In the builder, but not oh. in the book. Not in the book. No, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. There's, so when you look at the book, you're like, I don't see any of those, but in the right. builder you would. When you and then it, up. And also, he has the lead up of the uh, of the confession of sins, which is an adaptation of the TLH, um, right. which is not is. what we have in the new hymnal either. So it's just all these things where people are like, "Yeah, that sounds a little bit similar to what that we did in the TLH." If you're an older member reading that, but it's not in our red hymnal, Christian Worship no. ninety three, and it's not in our Worship twenty one. So just just some and of those like aspects it. of of the book are going to throw members who are like, "Why don't we have this aspect in there?" But <clears throat> That's, but in his defense, part of the book. in his in in defense, his, it's it's for fifteen seventeen, which is a predominantly LCMS website, which is producing materials for the LCMS Senate. So, but and he's but he's Wells. He he's 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 a Wells pastor. Um, I so just to be to 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 kind of be fair. Um, I, I said I kinda, it was my opinion. It doesn't mean you have to adopt it. Um, I grew up in the LCMS, so some of that was stuff I was, I was used to. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but I also think, you know, the beautiful part about it is, and and yeah, he did use that because in all actuality, um, you know, the LCMS is bigger. So he has a much wider, uh, audience there and they would, they would resonate with that. But, but he does say in his, in the beginning of his second part, he's like, this is a, this is a beautiful painting. This is, this is um, um, something that has been done and it's been, it's been giving comfort to the church for ages and ages. And he says, and, and the author of this has given every generation a, a brush to add one stroke. Right. And, and I think that's where, that's where we get this, the divine service that we have, and it has been now, it used to be called the common service in the red hymnal. 
or the service of word and sacrament. They're both the same um, in those regards. They, they, they're different. You might say, well, they're different, but they're not. They still follow the same pattern. They still thoughts going through. And then now in the new hymnal, the divine service setting one, two, three, um, all follow that same pattern. That's, I think, the point. The point is that uh, um, even in the new in the new hymnal, and I'm not in agreement. I actually like the the Eucharistic prayer that that he used in the book, as opposed to the one that is used in the new hymnal. The one that's used in the hymnal, uh, the new hymnal, I don't like. Uh, I don't think it was worded very well. Um, so I, I usually cut that out because I don't want to rewrite it. And I just cut it out. Um, but those are things that are are elements that are here and. And the point of the divine service isn't that that we are rote machines. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, the divine service is that we're taking from the scriptures and we're highlighting Christ. So you know, if you use a different psalm for an introit, or if you use um, a different way of of a kyrie eleison of, of asking the Lord for for mercy, I um, mean, you want to do that through a, a reading of whatever. That's fine. Um, you know, if you if you there's other songs you can use for the Gloria, but I think it's beautiful that you know what is the glorious purpose to bring us back to to the answer. We're crying for mercy. God gives us the answer. Here's here's Jesus. Um, so you, you you're brought back to Bethlehem. You're brought back to the birth of Christ. You're brought back to peace now on earth in, in the midst of your trouble. As you go through the service, I mean, you might have one one or two readings of the scriptures um you may you may have a, a mini reading right you're doing a sermonette but the readings are still there you're highlighting christ right there the the, the people still deserve to have uh, sound doctrine and and clear christocentric preaching um they deserve to be given christ and, and forgiveness that that harkens back to the confessions and absolution uh, um, that was in the beginning of the service and pushes us forward to the Lord's table. I think all of those things were important and I think are are needed within the book. Um, now you don't have to be exactly as, as you know, one book prints it or something like that. Um, but I, I, I just, there was such a love. You could tell the love that he has for the service <clears throat> and, and I, I have grown to love it even more. Um, I think we live in a generation, and, and the reason I thought this book is good is because we live in a generation where we want to throw it all away. Yeah, but it's and I did. I'll say this: I did appreciate the idea that individuals will think that our liturgy is some somehow some expression of white privilege. Like this is the German. This is the way the Germans worship. So therefore, this is what you're trying to do. You're trying to push your culture on the cultures of the world, and he does a very good job of of illustrating that this is the the divine service has its roots all over the world and it's used all over the world, not, not the same way all all over the world, but the pattern of going through entering worship um, and uh, hearing praise confession and absolution when there was no private confession, absolution, having that corporate, uh, having a sermon, having the Lord's supper, uh, the the various songs that we sing, the words of those songs might be sung in a different way, but the, the, elements of the words the content is is all there so i i appreciated that um again is it the best book i would give to my members i don't think i have a a good book to give and say here 
read this to have a fuller yeah. appreciation of the liturgy. It's more of a Bible class. Let's let's go through let's go through these elements and talk about it, and we'll have a, a greater appreciation. Or as in Bible information class, we'll do the same thing. Well, let's go through the worship service, right. confirmation, same thing. Get out your hymnals. Let's just go through this. Uh, and and I'll explain what this means and get your feedback from it so that we can appreciate what's going on here and see that what's going on here is God serving you, God coming f- and giving you his gifts in this uh, worship service, not about us expressing any kind of of uh, our own preferences. And I did appreciate also your thought of the paintbrush of this is your service that here, how can you enhance this, uh, not throw it away because it's, it's old or that it's it's or you're tired of it but how can you enhance this so that christ which is the main focus of the worship service continues to shine through right well and and that's where i and that's where you know and there isn't really a book out there that that highlights i think in a very appropriate way um for our laity of it and and a lot of that is done through bible information through confirmation through bible study um but for those people that that don't you know this is a good start this really is it's not a it's not a bad approach to say you know here's here's the beauty of what we have and why we have it um but again it comes back down to you know when i do morning praise when i do uh service of word and prayer I add things to the service. Like I add, um, I put the offering in where in service of word and prayer, the offering isn't there. I add um, in the beginning of, of both morning praise and the service of word and prayer, I add a, a small opportunity for confession and absolution. Um, you know, because this is part of that. You're coming to hear the words of forgiveness pronounced over you. Um, and, 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 to he- and so I add those things and it's because it comes back down to this, which I think is the point. We, we have a flow of a service that is, that is to highlight the account of Christ for you. Um, and, and it comes, you're here, you are here to receive because you are forgiven. You are here to receive because you are baptized. Um, and, and you are, you are a child of God. Um, flow from it. Everything that's going to come from this starts here. And then, is, is I'm going to be reminded over and over and over again the story of Christ, the account of Christ for me, to me as a beauty. I, that's what I, when I read the book, because I have read a lot of worship. Um, um, From Heaven Above to Earth I Come was another book um, that is, um, no, hold on. No, it's called Heavens on Earth. Sorry, uh, Heavens on Earth is another book that attempted to do the same thing. That that kind of describes the the beauty of the historical liturgy and the beauty of 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 the divine service. It was a huge book and it was really dry. <laughs> it was very good, but it was really dry. Um, when we were in seminary, you know, you can get the manuals, the 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 Lutheran worship, you know, that goes through and details everything, and great for. Going back and saying I need some notes for a Bible study so that I can put it together and give my my people maybe some here's some facts about why this section, why not that section, so and so. But what this is is just to me, just to me, it was a very approachable way for our people to to jump in and just get their feet wet 
on um, it's 180 pages, 100 not less, 112 pages of actual reading. Um, if you want to go through the just the story, it's it's an easy way to get in and get your feet wet and say, "Hey, this is the privilege that I have." Um, talk about it. This is awesome. This is what I get. Um, I thought it was a good book in that for that reason. So. Right. Anything else that we have on the book? Not a huge show, not a long show. Not um, a huge show. Say, we, we disagreed without being yeah. disagreeable. That's yeah. So, so you would say not necessarily for your people. No, um, I, I, I guess, would say. I just, yeah. I, I Dave would say, come to his Bible study, learn from him the beauty of worship. I would say, don't learn from me. <laughs> Ask me questions, but learn from someone smarter than me. Um, <laughs> no, that's not true at all. Um, yeah, and I just okay. just to, just the fact that it's not the liturgy that they are using. So if you're going to lead sure. them to appreciate something, they're like, "Well, what? Why don't we have this part?" Or, or what's going on? It might be more confusing than what you're intending. I I do like the approach of having a story of having a couple go through the worship service. And so I, I think that was a good approach that he did. Like I said, thought he jumped a shark with, with some of the character, trying to br- make those characters do too much. But that's my own opinion on that. And then also I did appreciate that after he got done with the story, he actually walked through what he talked about and did a, a little bit more um, so that if people were just like, well, I'm kind of tired of the story, but just walk me through what happens on a Sunday, there you go. Yeah. But and, I, I guess I, think, I, I still wouldn't. It's it just to me, it's yeah. not a, a resource I'd pass along. But it's, um, it, it, and, it, and it, again, it, it's one of those things. Go ahead. Where no matter what you do when you are talking about um, worship um, and the service, you're going to have to explain something because common service. Is you know there's there's differences between the common service and the service of word and sacrament from the old red hymnal, and there's differences between the divine service and service of word and prayer, and then the morning praise service. Um, you're going to have to take a step back and say, okay, yeah, what what what's the what's the the, the grand scheme? You're going to have to use something. <laughs> you're going to have. To, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like any good discipline. You have to. Um, have a, a reemphasize or reteach or not stop teaching the importance of what you're doing, why and why you're doing it. Children's devotions right. are good places to say, "Okay, kids, I'm going to do the sign of the cross. What is the sign of the cross about?" Or we're going to sing right. the the O Christ Lamb of God. Why are we singing that? And 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 having our kids walk through not just the liturgy but the the pictures that you have in worship. Let's sure. go. Let's take a, a a field trip and look at this picture. Why do we have this picture on here? And explain so that consistent explaining and teaching, which dads can do for their kids, which pastors can do for their congregations. Um, which also goes a long way, because when you're when you when you're congreg and this is I think something we both agree. With, when your congregation and they will be in life faced with new people coming out, being aware of what's the core framework. And, and, and looking for that framework and saying, this is okay, right? This is okay. The framework's here. And we're, this is what preserves the church. This, this church. The church has been preserved through the framework of, I am receiving Christ in every 
facet of the worship service and it's leading me to receive him and his body and blood and bread and wine. Um, and so this is, this is okay. Um, Oh, they changed the tune. I'm not a big fan of that. (laughs) Or, oh man, they took out the these and thous. I'm not a huge fan of that. Okay. But is the framework there? And, And I think that makes things a lot easier to progress into and to introduce a new worship, um, opportunity, you know, and and I think every church is going to have it. Every church is going to say, I prefer, and we do that more often, right? You're going to do that more often. Um, but, but also to be able to be educated and, and encouraged to say, where's the framework? Can you recognize the framework? And maybe that's something that we can do is take all these different services, right? And put them in front of people and say, okay, here's ours. Here's what we use in, in normal worship here at this place right here's these two sections here's these three sections from these three different all in the same section all in the same section of the framework but they're all and that's okay and that's all right maybe that's a good way to go well join pastor will harley this coming sunday as he does just that at saint john maribel uh, uh, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> we're doing divine service <laughs> <laughs> all right so, well thanks for joining no, us we are like uh, uh going ahead in time we are time traveling uh will harley and i and uh and uh right now i am as you are watching this i am traveling to new Alm, and as you are watching this will harley is in his study getting ready for confirmation and confirmation. The, the divine service setting one and all those things. And so until then, uh, we wish you well and uh, keep Christ as a focus of not just your worship life, but your home life and your devotional life because he's got lots of stuff for you. <laughs>